to a new episode of The Light. As always, I'm Scott Pearson. And this week, we've got a very, very special episode. But um, before we get into all of that, I have a special announcement. Um, Detron Edwards, you all know as the third host of the show and our resident comedian, um, has moved on to another project. So John and I, we wish him well, you know, in his future endeavors. Uh, we had a great ride. Um, but The Light Podcast moves on. It continues. John L. and I have a lot in store for you uh, for the future. We have some great podcast episodes coming up with some with some interesting twists and turns and guests that I think you all are going to enjoy. But that all being said, Big John, where you at, man? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Hey, listen, man, I'm good, man. Just, you know, everything is great on my end, you know. But I got to say, man, the interactions we've been getting on Facebook is out of this world, man. And I really appreciate the fact that a lot of people are even you know chiming in with more correct hip-hop information than what we were putting out there mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying scott like 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 how folks were uh, correcting us on that eric b joint mm-hmm. and uh you know i just like to say for to that point it's hard for us to dig in as deep as we would like to dig in on a lot of this stuff otherwise <laughs> scott you know we'd have a show for about five hours we we try to touch on a lot of the cursory things and you know we like the fact that the podcast listeners are taking it on themselves to go ahead and add in everything else that's what this is all about hip-hop is all about the collective and it's all about everybody coming together and talking about this art form you know what i'm saying i enjoy it i enjoy it when we post something or we say something and you know we have the listeners that come back and say hey you know i'm saying there was more to it than that or you know that wasn't correct i mean like they say, you gotta do the, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do the knowledge, man. You gotta, you gotta know the history about this, about this art form, about this culture. I mean, that's that's why we do the show. So I don't catch feelings at all when it comes to that, man. I mean, I got no issue with that at all, man. I appreciate it, you know. You know, it adds relevancy, it adds you know correctness, it adds thoroughness to it. So I appreciate it, man. But um, but check this out, John. I mean, you know, I'm not saying nothing that you don't already know, man. My my heart is heavy, man. My heart is my heart is real heavy, and it's. And it's got everything to do with, you know, the events that transpired, you know, um, back on March 22nd. And that's the passing of Fife Dog. You know, Fife, of course, the other half of the Tribe Called Quest duo of, of, of Fife and Q-Tip. But, um, you know, if you want to be complete and, and, and correct about it, you can't forget about Jerobi. And, of course, you can't forget about Ali Shaheed Muhammad. But um, in my opinion, and like I said on many previous episodes, when it comes to a tribe called Quest, I am 100% absolutely completely biased. In my opinion, and again, I'm going to keep it to my opinion, they are the greatest hip-hop group of all time. You know, their message. Um, Ooh, that's a big statement. Yeah, that's but, a big statement. Well, what do we always say, though? You know what I'm saying? Hip-hop, you know, is subjective to the listener. I connected with them, you know what I'm saying? I related to them. I was never about them streets, man, never. You know, my mother wouldn't allow that. I was more scared of my mother than I was the police. <laughs> you feel me? You know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. so Tribe, to me, was everything. Everything, man. I related to, I related to Fife Dog. To me, that was me and my brother. You know, their relationship was exactly what the relationship was between me and my brother. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, I related to their message. I related to their vibe. I related to their sound. I related to their appearance. You know, I have low-end theory committed to memory. And it's been there since 1991. You know what I'm saying? So to me, to me, to, to, you know what I'm saying? To me, it's a lot more than just hip-hop, man. This That was literally the soundtrack to my childhood. I literally do things to the same beats per minute that check the ROM is 96.4 beats per minute. I do things that are none of your business to that meter. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So I got you. I so, got you. So my heart is completely heavy right now, man. It's just it's a lot more than just a rapper that passed away. I mean, this is the end of an iconic group, you know, in one of the greatest eras of hip hop. This is not just the death and the passing of Fife Dog. This is the end of a tribe called Quest. They broke up a long time ago, but there was always that glimmer of hope that maybe, you know, maybe they would get back together or maybe we would go to a music festival where you could see Tip and Fife, you know, do Check the Rhyme. Um, my freshman year in college, or was it my sophomore year, one of the two, Tribe came to our homecoming. And, um, bro, when they opened up with Check the Rhyme, 
I can only imagine, man. Nah, man. I mean, that was everything. That was everything, man. And um, you know, thinking back on that now, I'm so happy I was a part of that of that historic moment. You know, I also was able to see Big and Puff back then in the same show. I mean, that was a historic moment, man. You know, and um, you know, Fike was a huge part. Is it continues to be a huge part of hip hop? Continues to be a huge part of our lives because that shaped the soundtrack to it, man. You know, I'm not gonna get too heavy. I'm not gonna get too deep with it, man. But right, right. Our hearts, our minds, our thoughts and prayers go out to, to Fife, to Malik Taylor, and his family um, at this time. You know, as a crew. You know. Um, so that's what I like to do for this week's show, John. Man, is to dedicate just an hour of our time discussing. Talking about Fife, man, and what he meant to the game, what what you know, what he meant to us. No doubt, Scott. No doubt. You know what I like also to do is to choose maybe five or six tracks, you know, four or five tracks where we can really dig in and discuss Fife's contribution. So, without further ado, man, I like to dedicate this episode to Fife. You know, as always, you're listening to the Light Podcast. You can always reach us on Twitter at the Light Podcast or our Facebook page. Just search for the Light Podcast, drop us a message. We always, always respond and we always, always show love. track that I chose as as the track that I thought best represented Fife man was was bugging out on what I what I firmly believe is the is the best hip hop album of all time and that's the low end theory and again my opinion is just that it's my opinion you know I'm completely and totally biased towards a tribe called quest this was an album that came out during a very important part of uh, of my life so I completely associated with very important events in my life you know uh that's graduating high school, going to college, right, right. And, you know, and everything that goes along with that, man. Um, I got you. I was a fan of Tribe, man, when they came out with it, People's Instinctive Travels, man. I mean, I thought that was completely left field. There was nothing that I thought sounded anything remotely like it when it came out. What was that, around 89, 90-something like that? Right. And, uh, yep, yep. You know what I'm saying? When uh, they came out with that, you know, Can I Kick It? Benita Apple Bum, I left my wallet in El Segundo. I mean, that was when I heard Benita, when I heard I left my wallet in El Segundo, when I saw that video, I was like, yo, this is what I'm talking about. These guys are completely fucking crazy, man. (laughs) You know what I mean? You know, no doubt. I mean, I was all about EPMD, I was all about Public Enemy. I was all about Kane. I was a huge fan of Big Daddy Kane. Huge fan. That was my man. But when I saw Tribe, when I saw Tribe, I was like, yo, this is what I'm talking about. Tribe had that smooth jazz R&B type of flair to him, man. And it was just totally new. You know, they were, they were on that same level, in my opinion, of like an arrested development or something like that, or, or even poor righteous teachers. How they and how Fife Dog put it down was just come on, man. I mean, he's the five foot assassin. For me, I mean, you know, for 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 those that are that are adept at social media and everything that goes along with that. I mean, I followed Fife on Instagram. I followed him on Twitter. I followed him on Facebook and everything else. He was very very uh, interactive with his with his fans. Very 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 interactive. You know. Uh, he would respond to questions. He would, you know, go back and forth, and he would debate things, especially about sports. But um, I actually had, you know, uh, the honor of going back and forth with him and another fan about some trivia. 
and the trivia that was being debated and I'll just tell you up front, Fife checked me. <laughs> the trivia was on people's instinctive travels, Fife didn't write any of his rhymes. Q-Tip wrote all the rhymes for everyone on that album. He even produced that album. That's how much of a genius Q-Tip was. And so the trivia was, you know, basically, did you know that Fife didn't write any of his rhymes on their debut album? And I fired back, you know, and I included Fife on my response. I was like, you know, Fife is one of the icons of hip hop, you know, basically saying he was the man, you know, and like basically how dare you come at Fife like that. And Fife responded back relatively quickly. He was like, chill. What he said is correct. I didn't write any of my rhymes on that first joint, which at the time I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? He was like, I didn't write any of my rhymes. He was like, at that time, my mindset wasn't in to the game like Q-Tips was. Q-Tip was a genius, is a genius. He was like, I was just kind of tagging along, just, you know, not really into it, not really sure what I was going to do. I was only 17 years old. He was like, chill. He told the truth. It is what it is. The tribe was everything to me. The fact that Fife responded to me, I was like, whoa. But again, he checked me, man. And he, he had no problem telling you that, hey, back then I wasn't really focused like that. But when Low End Theory came out, it was a different Fife. He was focused. He was dedicated to his craft. You know, he wrote right. his rhymes. You know, and um, if you look at the album, the way it was structured, you know, Excursions is the first track. And it's all Q-Tip. Fife isn't even on the first record. Then Bugging Out comes. It's like, whoa, what's going on, man? He said, yo, microphone check, one, two, what is this? The five-foot assassin with the roughneck business. This right here, you witnessed the emergence of Fife with that first verse right there. Fife is busting through the door, letting you know that he's here, but he's here to stay. I float like gravity, never had a cavity, got more rhymes than the wine has got family. Bro, he's describing to you how dope he is. You know, he's just, he's talking to you about the skills that he possesses on the mic. And um, we believed it. This right here, bugging out, was the emergence of Fife. And, um, you know, it was his... Without question. Yeah, it was his introduction to the game. I mean, he came and he conquered it, man, with that. When you, th when you think about how he played the back on the first one. Mm -hmm. And that was all Q-Tip. And like you said, he was even like, I wasn't really into the rap game back then. And then Low End Theory comes out and he's like, okay, let me take this a little seriously. You know, and I think they wanted Tip to open up Low End Theory with excursions and then have Fife come in with the second and leading the second, you know, with the opening verse to show that he was now there. You know what I'm saying? I, and if he wasn't writing at this point, I think you would have seen more of a situation like you saw on their first LP where he was rapping more than Fife Dog. Mm -hmm. I mean, because let's, you know I mean? let's be honest. I mean, for me, and I'm speaking strictly as a fan, strictly as a listener, A Tribe Called Quest, as you, you know, think about what they are and, and who they are and what they represent as a crew. It was, it was more of Q-Tip and everybody else, right? I mean, Q-Tip was clearly the star. He was, as he said in his documentary that I watch probably once a month, he was the Ginsu master, right, of, of this thing. You know what I mean? And, you know, Fife was, he was more than an afterthought, but not that much more. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it was, is, is that fair to say that? On, on the first album? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think he was uh, a long afterthought, but I, yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I think that's fair to say that. Uh, okay, so you're talking it was Q-Tip and everybody else, and then you have Low right. End Theory, and so, you know, the expectation with Low End Theory was that it was going to be more of Q-Tip. Who was this guy? Who's this guy? You know, Q-Tip, you know, doing the production, you know, he's got, you know, his rhymes are crazy. I mean, he's extremely lyrical, you know, but then you got bugging out, and Fife kicks the door down, man. This is Fife. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, he announced his arrival, and, yeah. and, he didn't, and he didn't let it go after that. Nah, it's no longer, I mean? yeah, no longer Q-Tip and everybody else. It's Q-Tip and Fife Diggy. They kept that going for a lot of years, man. I could go on and on about Tribe, John. You got to stop me, literally stop me from talking <laughs> about these guys, man. Nah, I mean, man, but, but they are one of those quintessential crews that change the game. So... You know, true hip-hop heads can go on and on and on about mm -hmm. Tribe. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And when I think about Fife Dog, the first thing I think of is verse three of Bugging Out. And it's the very, and it's, you know, the, the uh, second line. 
when he's talking about people be hounding, always surrounding, pulsing just like a migraine pounding. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? To me, he's giving you a little insight into who he is because he's introspective. He's an introvert. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, he does his thing on, on stage, but really, he, he's there for the rhymes and the mic, and that's it. He ain't there for all the rest of it. You can tell by the way he dressed. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't about the whole, not saying Fife wasn't hip-hop, because that's not what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. But what I am saying is he was in his own lane in hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? And that, to me, is what helped Tribe stand out more after Fife started writing for himself versus when Tip was doing everything. Fife was completely relatable to me, man. I mean, when I saw him, when I saw how humble he was, like you said, the way he dressed, you know, I mean, he was this little dude, man. You know, like I said, he looked like my brother. You know, that made it so relatable to me. Verse 1 is my favorite all-time, you know, one of my favorite all-time fight verses. I mean, I can't, I can't leave verse 1 without talking about you know, a couple more things. He said, um, you want to diss the Pfeiffer, but you still don't know the half. I sport New Balance sneakers to avoid a narrow path. So he's telling you again, I'm dope. You want to diss the Pfeiffer, but you don't, you don't know nothing about me. I'm marching down my own path. You know, back then, everything was Nikes, Jordans, you know, Reeboks, you know, Adidas, you know, Run, you know, of course, Run DMC with their Adidas and everything. Nobody was wearing New Balance back then. And here come Fife wearing these New Balance sneakers, and it's like, yo... What they doing? <laughs> you know, but Fife didn't give two shits about that, man. You know what I'm saying? I sport New Balance to avoid a narrow path. You know, I'm going my own direction with this, man. You know, I think Fife was saying this. I sport New Balance, just like you said, to, to just prove to everybody I'm way over here. I'm doing my own thing. I'm Fife. You know, he goes on to say, I never have step because I'm not a half stepper. Drink a lot of soda, so they call me Dr. Pepper. I mean, like I said before, man, I was a huge fan of... of, of of Big Daddy Kane. And that was an obvious, you know, that was an obvious move right there by Fife to pay homage to, uh, to Kane. I'm not a half-stepper. Ain't No Half-Stepping was one of the most popular records of the late 80s, you know. So, you know, Fife is telling you right there, he, you know, he, he, he recognizes who the icons are. But then, right. he, but then he completes it by saying, drink a lot of soda, so they call me Dr. Pepper. I mean, that's the kid in him right there. You know, and we were kids back then. So hearing that, that drew me in completely, man. Big Daddy Kane, even though he was incredibly dope for us back then, I, was, I could not relate to him. He was so much older than us. He's a grown-ass man. Fife was a kid like us, man, you know, talking like we talk. We all drank Dr. Pepper. I was addicted to it, man. Knowing what you know now of Fife, and you see the lyric down there in verse 3, when he goes off talking about, you know, staying deep in his own mind, he says... You soar off to another world deep in your mind, but people seem to take that as being unkind. Mm -hmm. Oh, yo, he's acting stank. Really on the real, on really on the regal. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so when you know, knowing what you know now, mm -hmm. think back at that. And dude was just, and I hate to keep saying, but he was somewhat of an introvert. I think, I think, you know, that, that kind of spoke to the greatness of Fife. I mean, at 17 years old, 18, however old they were, they were youngins. Youngins, you know what I mean? If At that age, able to, you know, corral that fame and that they had because they shot straight to the, to the, to the stars and be able to, to make sense of it, you know, and see it for really what it was and for Fife to be able to say that in his rhymes, I mean, that, like you said, man, it spoke volumes about the man that he was and the character that he possessed. You know what I mean? He wasn't about all of that. You know, it, he wasn't in it for the fame. I mean, he said it right in verse one. I never walked the street. Right. I never walked the street thinking it's all about me. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he's, he's about the crew, man. He's about tribe. He's about laying down his rhymes. And, right. you know, he's in it for the group, man. He's in it for, you know, for the art form. He's in it for the culture. And he... He was, he was seen often wearing that, that famous T-shirt that he had on, I am hip-hop. And he's right. He's true. It is true. Fife is hip-hop, man. The more you talk about verse 3, you know, the more I realize how, you know, even though I, you know, this, I, this song is completely in my memory, man. But he ends verse 3 with, you know, hip-hop is living. You can't yank the plug. If you do, the result will end up kind of bugged. I right. mean, that, that right there is the essence of the entire record. 
hip no hop, doubt, man. hip hop is more than no. just, just music, man. This is life. This is this is what I live. This is my it's our culture. Man. Yeah, it's our culture. This is my lifestyle, man. You can't turn it off. You can't just pull the plug and turn it off, man. If you do, if you start faking it, if you start putting out whack bullshit, then the result is bug. You, you, you're bugging out. You're bug. On the boulevard, I landed. We used to kick routines, and the presence was fitting. It was I, the abstract. And me, the five footer. I kicks the mad style, so step off the Frankfurter. Yo, Fife, you remember that routine that we used to make spiffy like Mr. Clean? Um, um, a tidbit, um, a smidgen. I don't get the message, so you got to <laughs> okay. run the pigeon. You're on point, Fife. All the time, tip. You're on point, Fife. All the time, tip. You're on point, Fife. All the time, tip. So then grab the microphone and let your words rip. Now here's a funky introduction of how nice I am. Tell your mother, tell your father, send a telegram. I'm like an energizer because you see I last long. My crew is never ever whack because we stand strong. Now if you say my style is whack, that's where you're dead wrong. I slay that body and El Segundo, then push it along. You'll be a fool to reply the fight was not the man. Because you know and I know that you know who I am. A special shout out piece goes out to all my pals, you see. And a middle finger goes for all you punk MCs. Because I love it when you whack MCs despise me. They get vexed, I will next, cause none can test me. I'm just a fight MC who's 5 for 3 and very brave. On top remaining, no home training, cause I misbehave. I come correct in full effect, have all my holes in check. And before I get the butt, the gym must be a wreck. You see, my aura is positive, I don't promote no junk. See, I'm far from a bully and I ain't a punk. Extremity of rhythm, yeah, that's what you heard. So just clean out your ears and just check the word. So I'm gonna throw it back to you, man. So if, you know, what record do you think about when you think about fight? Check the rhyme, yo. Because check the rhyme, to me, how they started off is that classic, that Run DMC classic. Okay. With that, with that serve and volley. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. kind of it's kind of like they're, you know, bobbing back and forth on the same microphone about the spit. I agree, man. You're just kicking it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not a whole big, you know, A we're making. It's just you and your dude vibing back and forth, back and forth. That cadence, and they keep that cadence throughout the, the entire cut. One of my favorite songs of all time is Check the Rhyme. You know, it has everything to do with the production. It has everything to do with Q-Tip and Fife's involvement on the track. I think it's completely genius. I think it's one of the most creative songs I've ever heard. And like you said, man, that, that, that serve and volley that they did was everything, man. And if you go and dissect the lyrics, I mean, we can start right at the top, man. I mean... Q-Tip asked Fife a specific question. He said, yo, Fife, you remember that routine that we used to make spiffy like Mr. Clean? Fife was like, uh, a tidbit, a smidgen. I don't get the message, so you got to run the pigeon. Q-Tip is tight after that. You on point, Fife? Right, right. You on point? What's up, man? You on point? All the time, Tip. Well, then grab the microphone and let the words rip. If you on point, let them know what's up. And then Fife just loses his damn mind. <laughs> he just loses his mind, man, and he tells you yeah, he exactly does. what the situation <laughs> is, man. You know what I mean? Now, here's a funky introduction of how nice I am. Tell your mother, tell your father, send a telegram. Tell everybody. Yeah, yeah. Tell everybody. <laughs> I'm like an energizer because you see, I last long. My crew is never, ever whack because we stand strong. Fife always represented his crew. Always. I'm tribe to the day I die. We stand strong together. They had issues behind the scenes, but don't get it fucked up. These are my brothers right here. Now, if you say my style is whack, then that's where you did wrong. I slayed that buddy in El Segundo, then pushed it along. <laughs> Bro, they went back. He went back to people's instinctive travels with that. You know, if you missed it, he said, you know, I slayed that buddy. He's talking about that buddy remix with Dayla. That native tongue joint, man, with, with De La Soul, with Jungle right. Brothers, with Moni, with Queen Latifah, and of course with Tribe. You know, I, like I said, man, this 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 song got me amped. I mean, I, I'll just I'll just keep going with it, John. You know what I mean? He said, uh, "You'd be a fool to reply that Fife is not the man." I mean, on every track that Fife has ever been on, he tells you one of two things: I'm the five foot assassin, and I'm dope as shit. I will take my foot and put it straight up your ass, physically and on this mic game. You know what I mean? 
And that is the epitome of a New York City rapper. That's what they do. That's what they talk about. That's the bravado that comes along with it. And he represented Queens to the fullest. Because you know, and I know that you know who I am. You know, I know that you know I'm dope. A special shout out piece goes out to all my pals, you see, and the middle finger goes up for all you punk MCs. That's, I love that verse right there. I love that line, man. Check the Rhyme has got to be one of the most premier examples of real hip-hop that has ever been made, man. You know, and then right there no in the doubt. middle of no it, doubt. he says, and the middle finger goes up to all you punk MCs because I love it when you whack MCs despise me. I mean, that's just a straight two-piece to his haters right there. They get vexed. Yep. They get vexed. I roll next. Can't none contest me. You cannot mess with the Pfeiffer, man. You can't mess Come with on, him. Come on, man. Come I'm, on, man. I'm just a fly MC who's five foot three and very brave. There he goes. I'm telling you, I'm five foot. There, there he goes. Yeah, but don't get it twisted. I'm little, but um, I hit very hard. On job remaining, no home training because I misbehave. Look, man, I'm a fool. You know what I'm saying? So you can test me if you want to, but don't get it messed up. Just because I'm little, I come correct there, in full effect. Go. I have all my holes in check. Now, that's something that we all say. We all say we got our girls in check, but we know the truth, man. And before I get the butt, the gym must be erect. You see, my aura is positive. I don't promote no junk. See, I'm far from a bully, but I ain't a punk. He's straight New York to the heart, man. You know, he brings that New York character, that New York vibe to every track that he's ever done. And that is the New York mantra right there. I'm far from a bully, but I'm, I, I ain't no punk. Extremity and rhythm, yeah, that's what you heard. So just clean out your ears and just check the word. That's Fife Dog, man. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what, so what, so what's the scenario? Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what, so what, so what's the scenario? Ayo, Bo knows this. What? And Bo knows that. What? But Bo don't know Jack. Cause Bo can't rap. Well, what do you know? The dead dog is first up to back. No batteries included and no strings attached. No holes barred. For move faking, got to get to loot so I can bring home the bacon. Brothers front, they say the drop can't flow, but we've been known to do the impossible like Broadway Joe. So sleep if you want, like who will help you get disease true. But here's the real scoop. I'm all that and then some short duck and have some bust a nut inside your eye to show you where I come from. I'm vexed, fuming. I've had it up to here. My days of paying dues are over. Acknowledge me is in there. Yeah. yeah. Head for the border, go get a taco. I see wreck it from the jump street. Meaning from the get-go. Sit back, relax, and let yourself go. I see your check the rhyme. I see your check the rhyme, and I raise you one scenario. You, you, <laughs> you ain't have to push it all into the center. I got rent money over here. What are you talking about? <laughs> Let me just say it like this, man. You got scenario, and then you got scenario remix that came out the very next year. All right, I'm not even going to discuss scenario remix. All right, I have very strong feelings about scenario remix. I'm not even going to hit it on that right now. I'm going to concentrate just on scenario. And the reason why is because Fife kicks it off. Fife kicks off literally what I think is the greatest collab of all time. And that's Tribe and Leaders of the New School. That's, yeah. a, that's a good statement. I stand behind it, man. I stand behind it. You, you tell me, before we get into the song, you tell me another collab that you can recite off memory that's 20 plus years old. Tell me another collab you can do that with. Because that's what everyone was doing. You know what I mean? When you figure like 90, you know, that 89 through 93, you know, people were really starting to do those collaborations. Not so much in the 80s, so, I'll, so let me stand corrected, but when you get to the 90s, you started, you know, especially with especially with Bad Boy, come on. I think I gotta put it in the echelon of some of the other huge ones as well. Yeah. I, I don't think I can put it at the top. It's well, definitely on the Mount Rushmore. Well, I, I'll have to respectfully disagree, my man, because when it comes to collabs, that is the standard. Scenario is the standard collab joint. And let's start with verse one. Let me just give me a chance to prove my point. All right, forget about the fact that it's tribe and leaders in a new school. I'm talking tip. Oh yeah. Fight. Right. Bus a bus. Charlie Brown. You know what I'm saying? Dinko. I mean, these dudes got it in, man. Fight kicks off the greatest collab of all time. Hey, yo, Bo knows this. And Bo knows that, but Bo don't know Jack because Bo can't rap. Now, the funny thing about that, those two lines right there is that if you, if you give that to the youngins, they don't know what the hell you're talking about. They're like, Bo what? Right, who, who right. Is, who is Bo? You know what I'm saying? Who's Bo? So, Los Angeles right. Raiders, you know what I mean? I mean, right. 
career. But moreover, that he he changed that marketing landscape for sports athletes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. you know, just just two quick seconds on that. You know what I mean? That's why he's mentioning Bo because Bo was iconic at that time. Right. You couldn't turn on. And ESPN was blowing up. You know, you're figuring cable was blowing up. MTV's blowing up. A lot of these things are new entities, and so he's referencing now you're seeing that crossover between hip-hop and marketing. No doubt, man. I mean, Fife goes on to say, well, what do you know? The did-all is first up the bat. No batteries included and no strings attached. No holes barred, no time for move faking. Got to get the loot so I can bring home the bacon. Yo, Fife was just so damn clever, man. I mean, he wasn't complex. I mean, let's, 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 let's keep it real. Fife wasn't complex. He was clever. It is a difference. There's not a lot of dissecting you have to do when you dig into Fife's lyrics, man. But you can't, you can't hold back when you talk about how clever he was. You know what I mean? Going, going back here into that first verse that Fife had, I mean, what I like to do is go through line for line and really show you, you know, who Fife was, man. I mean, I left off with that no batteries included, no strings attached. Then he moved on to say no holes barred, no time for move faking. Guys get the loot so I can bring home the bacon. I mean, what he's telling you there is, yo, hip-hop for me is everything. You know, I don't have a side job. You see what I'm saying? Hip-hop for me is what I do to make a living, what I do to support my family. Brothers front, they, no say, they say that tribe can't flow. Don't forget, man, back then, there was a lot of people saying that tribe was whack. You know, they're on some other shit, you know. Hippies, we can't, we, yeah, yeah, hippies. We can't really relate to them. They're wearing dashikis and shit. But, um, you know, like I was saying earlier in this Black episode. Black folks don't dress like that. Yeah, what, what y'all doing, man? What, I mean, what y'all wearing, man? But you see how quickly, you know, that changed, man, to, to, to really show you how people gravitated towards tribe. The, you know, real is real. Forget about what it looks like. Real is real. And that's why he said, sleep if you want. NyQuil will help you get your Z's. <laughs> yeah. And sleep if you want. Because yeah. I'm telling you now, it is going down. I enjoy Tribe, man, for the reasons as they put down on wax, man, because mm -hmm. they were different. So here I am now in the military, and I'm traveling, and I'm meeting all these different people, and I'm experiencing all these different musics, and I've really started to get into the different island music. And this, you know, and, and they keep mentioning the word vex. That was... You know, that's a Trinidadian thing for, you know, being being pissed. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, and this is like the third time Fife mentions Vex. I'm Vex fuming. Mm -hmm. I've had it up here. This is this is like the second or third time he's mentioned it on Low End Theory. Mm -hmm. It's, you know what I mean, where he makes reference to that. So that's grabbing my ear. You follow what I'm saying? So, Hell yeah. So you're right. They were bringing such a different sound to hip-hop mm -hmm. that it was undeniable that... If you were a true hip-hop fan and that's who they appealed to early, they didn't appeal to the, you know, to the bottom feeders of hip-hop. And I consider the bottom feeders of hip-hop who listen to only the top 40 hip-hop jams out. I want to go back to a line before that whole Vex situation, man. He said, um, <laughs> I'm all that and then some short, dark, and handsome bust a nut inside your eye to show you where I come from. Yes, sir. Fife's confidence was never in question, even though he, got, he um, caught a lot of flack, you know, from his participation or lack thereof in people's instinctive travels. So he's angry. He comes in low in theory. He's angry, you know, because he wants to prove to the game that he's real and that he's, a, he's an MC that's deserving of a title as one of the best. And I think he proved that on low in theory. I think that's not, a, that's not a dispute there, man. But if you check those two lines right there, I mean, that tells you everything about where Fife's coming from, man. I'm all that and then some short, dark, and handsome. I'm confident. I'm confident as shit. Then he goes, I'll bust a nut inside your eye to show you where I come from. There's not much that needs to be said about that line right there. You know what I mean? No. I bust a nut inside your eye. I'm just throwing DNA and biomatter all over the place. You open up your eyes and you'll see that. You'll see exactly where I'm coming from. You know no saying? doubt, man. Yeah. And I know I can go out there sometimes, but I just, when I just think about this and, <laughs> and I think about Fife and I think about what we're doing here mm -hmm. and how many times, how many times has that line been said? Bust a nut inside your eye to show you where I come from. I mean, just the visual. How many on times that. has that line been flipped up? Yeah. Twisted. Right. 
just the visuals on that alone. I mean, when you right. break that down and, and get it down to the essence of what he's trying to say right there, Fife was good for some gems, man. And he never got any real credit for that. You know, he was really overshadowed by Q-Tip. You know, but, I mean, if you really isolate and really focus on Fife, you would see he was just as instrumental to Tribe as Q-Tip was. You know, I mean, the greatest collab of all time, and they chose Fife to, to open it up and to lead that thing off, man. That, that tells you, I think, that speaks volumes about the respect that Fife was given internally, you know, by that crew right there. No doubt. Now, now I'm going to switch gears with you, and I usually wait to do this at the end, but I want you to do it right now because I know your love for music. I know your love for production. Uh-oh. Go ahead and just think about the first 15 seconds of this track when it first starts playing. Mm-hmm. Think, think about that bass line, Scott, and let me hear you go on that for a second. If ever in life I get a chance to meet, to meet Q-Tip, you know, one of the things I'm going to tell them is that, you know, I have the utmost respect for him as a lyricist, man. But Q-Tip, say what you want, is one of the greatest producers of all time, period, point blank. You know, his ear, his ability to, you know, to, to pick loops, his ability to pick samples, his ability to, to put those together in time is, is, un, is unprecedented, man. You know, and people have their, their, their choice as to who is the greatest producer of all time. But if you could pick Scooby-Doo. You know what I'm saying? If you could pick Scooby-Doo and turn that into a, one of the greatest collabs of all time and turn it into... Right, right. And turn it into, you know, an, an iconic, you know, hip-hop record. You could do anything. I knew you were going to say it. I knew you were going to say it. That's why I had to toss you that softball. You know what I'm saying? I don't think a lot of people picked up on the fact that that's Scooby-Doo. Yeah, that's Scooby-Doo. Bro, Q-Tip is, is a genius, man. And this is hip-hop. At its essence, what is hip-hop at its essence, Scott? Using the bare essentials of what you have, because hip-hop comes from the struggle, in order to make something bigger out of something that never even existed before. Or, excuse me, that existed before, but now you're thinking about it in a whole new different context. I'm not saying they were poor, broke kids. Don't, don't, I'm saying theoretically mm-hmm. as hip-hop, as an art form. Mm-hmm. You know, this was in their membranes. Right. You understand what I'm saying? This was in their subconscious. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and as artists are, they draw so much from their inner experiences and they bring it out. So this is just another example of that. Went to Carville to get a milkshake. This honey ripped me off all my loop kicks. The car, oh yeah, there's money in my jacket. Somebody broke into my ride and co-macked it. Yo, Tip, I tell you, man, the devil's trying it. But I'm gonna stay strong, cause I ain't buying it. Tonight I'm taking Sherry out, I don't have jack to wear. You know I got to look dipped in the fresh to gear. Cool, I found something, so I iron it. I think I caught up on the phone, oh shit, I'm frying it. Will someone tell me what did I do to deserve this? I think I'll pull out my seat for Sunday service. My little brother wants Barney, cool, I'm getting it. Took him down to KB, they ain't selling it. Here we go with the crime, yo, he's throwing fits. My blood pressure's blowing up, I can't take the shit. Finally got what he wanted, now he's good to go. Again, the rival smash, where's my radio? What's out my car was in the shop, I had to borrow, see? They had no mercy on the car, Leo will kill me. Where the hell can Nikki be? I'm gonna smack her up. I got two tickets for the Knicks and she gon' spit me up. I need to hit a honey off. Jerome, you the phone. Pulled out my fucker hose. Oh, yo, Sheila's home. Steady smiling like a mother. Yo, I'm wrecked to bone. Went down on hun. She's in the red zone. Stressed out more than anyone could ever be. Forever trying to clear the samples for my new upbeat. Everybody knows I go to Georgia often. Got on the flight and I ended up in Boston. With all these trials and tribulations, yo, I've been affected. And to top it off, stars got ejected. All right, so check it out, John. I mean, you know, discussing the scenario, you know, it kind of leaves me with a quandary. I mean, how do you top that? You know, even though this isn't a competition, even though we, you know, we really trying to enlighten our listeners uh, to the impact that Fife brought to the game. I mean, what song could possibly come next after scenario? For me, man, I mean, you know, we're talking about Fife, man, so... We got to go, in my opinion, man. Either 8 Million Stories or The Chase Part 2. But, for, but I'm going to pick 8 Million Stories because okay. something tells me 
the chase part two, you may have a little something to say about that. <laughs> so, so I don't want to step off. I don't want to. I don't want to step in your area for that. So I am definitely going to have to go with the chase. I mean, excuse me, eight million stories because it is all one hundred percent the fight. Yeah. it's a solo's one. You, yeah, it 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 step back. It is, you know, I love how you talk about how Miles Davis, you know, how, how you talked about him and Rakim in that jazz fusion type situation. And one of the things I love about jazz, man, and one of the things I love about music especially, is everybody gets a moment to shine. Everybody, you know, the drummer, especially in, especially in jazz, you know, crews, man. You know, everybody steps back for a second and let one person shine. They give them their, you know, 15, 30, 30 seconds to go in. You know, if they're really good, then they get a little longer. So uh, this is Fife's opportunity, man. In my opinion, eight million stories just to put his head down, man, and just be that quintessential artist and just go in on whatever his topic was. The mic's yours. We're just going to stand back here, and I love the production on this because production is even in the background. It just sounds like that stand-up bass cello again. That's that's tribe. That's quintessential tribe. And I'm going to sound like a broken record here, man. But you know, like I said before, man, Fife does not get the respect that he deserves, man. Think about think about what I'm about to say, man. Midnight Marauders is one of the greatest hip hop albums of all time, of all time. And Fife got a solo joint on that. This all Fife, man, man, and he ripped it. He killed it just from the very beginning. You know his slow walk with that man. Went to Carvel to get a milkshake. Mm-hmm. His honey ripped me off. Took my loot cakes. Mm-hmm. The car. Oh yeah, there's my money and my. You know, I mean, he just. I can't. You you can't mimic it, which tells you that there's genius behind it because it's unmimicable. Mm-hmm. But you ain't gonna be able to go all the way through with his tempo and his minor and his pauses. Yeah, I mean he was unique, man. You know, not needy, not in need of of that shine. You know, he he knew his role. Right. You know what I'm saying? He knew what his what his what his what his job was, and he did his damn job. Tracks like Eight Million Stories, tracks like The Chase. I mean, Fife did his damn job. He says, tonight I'm taking Sherry out. So one thing you understood about Fife, man, he had a, he had a couple women on the stroll. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I just, I just love, man, the, the slow flow of, of, his, of, his, uh, of his whole tempo, man. And it's, it's kind of like he doesn't, he doesn't try to go too metaphorical with it. it. To me, it just sounds like a day in his life. Yeah. You know what I mean? He talks about taking his girl Sherry out and how he doesn't have a jacket to wear. You know what I mean? He's not trying to be anything that he isn't. But what he's doing is he's waxing poetically about his life. And we're finding his life interesting on this particular track. And as it's, you know, as it's nicely called, which is 8 million stories. You know what I mean? It's just a bunch of different stories, a bunch of little interludes on his life. You know, my blood pressure's blowing up. I can't take the shit. Finally got what he wanted. Now he's good to go again. The ride was smashed. Where's my radio? He's talking about his car getting broke. This, to me, draws in on the message, you know what I mean? Because he's talking about the struggles that he's going through in the inner city, living in that environment, and he's being taken advantage of just like everyone else from that crime element. Well, I mean, that's what made Fife so relatable to me, man. I could I could reach out and touch what he was saying. I could relate to that directly. You know what I mean? Go back to that lyric that you hit on. He said, you know, one time the car was in the shop. I had to borrow, see? They had no mercy on the car. Leor is going to kill me. Bro, he's telling you, I don't have money like that. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just a regular dude, man. Where the hell can Nikki be? I'm going to smack her up. I got the tickets for the Knicks, and she cold stood me up. Bro, it's Fife Dog. He's getting stood up by females. He can't pay for his car to get out the shop. I mean, he's just a relatable guy, man. I need to hit a honey y'all. Jerobe passed the phone. Pulled out my book of holes. Oh, yo, Sheila's home. Steady smiling like a mother. Y'all ready to bone. Went down on her and she's in the red zone. Bro, come on, man. Tell me you can't relate to that dude right there, man. Come I mean, on, man. Every day. Yeah, that's everyday life for us right there, man. That's Fife. That's what made Tribe what Tribe was for all of us back then. Those were our friends on the block, man. You know what I'm saying? Those were the guys that we went to to play ball with. Those were the guys that we argued with, we fought with, that we drank with, that we partied with. You know what I mean? And and I love I love verse two, man. Yeah. And bear with me for a minute while I step through some of these lines because 
just like you just described, Fife is accessible. Mm -hmm. His lifestyle is accessible. And he, you know, he steps through verse two. I know I went through this. Just last week, my girl was stressing me. Now her best friend be undressing me. Well, I was loving her by the moon ray, licking on her like Kente, by the bag of ism from the smoke shop, walking towards the car, here come the damn cops. I bought it for my man, I don't believe this shit. Coach sat me down from the ball team because I was breaking niggas on the end seams. Mm-hmm. Some niggas cross town was trying to stick me. All I had was shorts, a dollar fifty. Picked up this girl in my hoopty. Just because I rhymed, she tried to suit me. Pay for this, pay for that. Look for nails and hair. Who the hell you think I am, Mr. Belvedere? <laughs> I mean, come on, man. This is my life right here. It's my life, yeah. And I'm man. just and I'm just putting it out there for you. And you know, that whole tribe persona was wasn't against hip hop, but it wasn't hip hop as it was at that time. That's what I'm they saying. They were part of that De La Soul movement. Yeah. They were they were, you know, so therefore the part of your cerebral cortex that they were tapping into was just that sit back and chill and just, you know what, we all got problems. I could relate to, to, to Fife and Tip because when I saw them, I saw myself. You know, I talked like them, you know what I mean? I mean, I had the same accent. I'm from the same area as them, you know, and it was just everything for me, you know what I mean? So, you know, I'm going to keep repeating myself with that, man, but that's what it was, you know? I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah. You know, Fife really let you in, and he showed you what he was about, you know, not only as an MC. But as a man, you know, he had, he was very, he was very vulnerable. You know, he was very real, you know, and that's, you know, as a hip hop, as a fan of hip hop, as a fan of a tribe called Quest, that's why I think they were so, they were so, you know, ridiculously successful because, you know, we could reach out and touch them. Definitely a good choice, man. Just lay down your burdens by the riverside And you'll be all right, know what I'm saying? Love and peace from the fight for 93 Damn, Fifey got fat. Yeah, I know it looks pathetic. Ali Shaheed Muhammad got me doing calisthenics. Uh. Needless to say, boy, I'm bad to the bone. Making love to my mic like Jerome on the phone. Now. But um, no time for jokes. There's bills to be paid. What? Holes to be laid. What? Punks to be sprayed. What? Chumps to attack. So my man, watch your back. 93 means skills are a must. So never lie. Uh. Sit back and learn. Come now, watch the birdie. Your sounds are incomplete. Same as Vinny Tester birdie. Battling? Whenever. Bringing Biz Markey in on this one. I'm bound to wreck your body and say turn the party out. You know, that came from Nobody Beats the Biz. You know, that's a whole record right there. You know, and um, to use that as kind of the filter to this song, I think was 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 genius. You know, and then again, Quintessential Fife, he brings the song in. You know, I mean, and, and then, he, you know, it what he says makes him, again, completely relatable. Damn, Fife, you got fat. Yeah, I know it looks pathetic. Ali Shaheed Muhammad got me doing calisthenics. You know, needless to say, boy, I'm bad to the bone, making love to my mic like Jerobi on the phone. But um, no time for jokes, just bills to be paid, hoes to be laid, punks to be sprayed. Like I said, I mean, Fife is human, man. Every It seems like every track he's a part of, he just humanizes himself, man. And he talks about real life shit that you go through on a day-to-day basis, man. We all dealing with things like this. Chumps to attack, so my man watch your back. 93 means skills are a must, so never lack. You know, sit back and learn, come now watch the birdie. Your style's incomplete, same as Vinny Testaverde. I mean, he came back and he, you know what I'm saying? You know, sports was everything to Fife, man. You know, Fife wasn't about them streets, man. Fife was about real life, you know, everyday Joe, everyday middle class life. And that's why we gravitated toward him. If we're going to dig into Fife, I mean, we can highlight some real songs that he was a part of that made us love him. You know what I'm saying? We did. As a hip-hop community, we love Fife. No doubt. No doubt. We loved him. You know what I'm saying? And um, we love Tribe. You know, and without without Fife, there is no Tribe. You know, and that's why we're all so completely devastated collectively as a community, you know, about Fife's passing. And it's because of that, man. He was he was one of us. We were one of him. 
Emotional, man. You know what I'm saying? I really am, man, because, you know, Fife, he was hip-hop. He was more than just a tribe called right. West. Fife was hip-hop. And I think, no doubt, I think if you really want to celebrate this man's life, if you want to celebrate Malik Taylor's life and what he accomplished and what he meant to us, you know, in the hip-hop community, I think there's one song that you choose to highlight that. What Fife meant to hip hop, I think there's only one song you go to for that, man, and that's God Lives Through off of Midnight Marauders. I think his verse on God Lives Through is the greatest, his greatest contribution to hip hop. And I've seen him perform this live. And what I can tell you is, you haven't seen shit if you haven't seen Fife perform God Lives Through, his verse on God Lives Through. It was so deep and it was so dope Q-Tip didn't even come up behind him and perform his verse. They cut the song off after Fife performed this. Out of respect for Fife Dog. He was sick. He was, he was small. He was obviously suffering. But he killed it, John. No doubt, man. No doubt, man. I definitely feel you on that, man. And, you know, this, this guy, man, definitely, definitely a a personal loss to a lot of people out there because he touched a lot of people's lives in a lot of different ways. Um, and it's undoubtedly one of the, a big loss to the uh, hip hop culture and the art form. You know, rest in, rest, rest in peace, fight. There's a million MCs that claim they want some, but see, I create sounds that make your ears go numb. Peace to see zap, yeah, you know how we go. My best friend Steven at the Home Depot. Rorotin is in the house, I can't forget Southside. Walk past some seas like that girl did the far side. I'm labeled as the cat's meow, the MC with the know how. Act like you know, not now, but right now. Beast of the East on them seas, I have a feast. I eat that ass like quiche, crack a smile like Shanice. Shit, I'll Jamaica scene, Jamaica Queens, but you can find me out in Georgia or anywhere in between. Now, if my partners don't look good, Malik won't look good. If Malik don't look good, the quest won't look good. If the quest don't look good, the Queens won't look good. But since the sounds are universal, New York won't look good. Get off it, put down the microphone, son. Surrender forfeit. Did I hear something about a crew? What they wanna do? You better call Mr. Babyface so he can bring out the cool in you. Or it'll be a sad love song being sung by Tony Braxton. And I'll dissect you like a fraction. Or you wanna be top cat MCs, I pop you like a zit. You wanna be the champion, more like Chief, some shit. Big up myself every time when it comes to this. MCs be running scared as if they watching the exorcist. I kick more game than a crackhead from Hempstead. My style's a milk, man. You think that I was breastfed. You know the Steelo when the Dicky Dog is on the scene. I dedicate this to all the MCs out of Queens. That goes for Onyx LL Run DMC. Akinelli, Nasty Nas, and the Extra P. We be the trotting up and down, man. They ain't no other. Enough respect to all my peeps that made the album cover. Yo, Tip, don't worry none. You know I get the party jumping. Get on the mic and break them off a little, little something. Yo, Tip, don't worry none. You know I get the party jumping. Get on the mic, my man, and break them off. Scott, I just got to tell you, man. I mean, this Fight Dog episode was tight, man. And I'm very happy we had an opportunity to do it. You know, um, and, you know, talking about people who are always in their own lane. You know what I mean? I like to give a shout out to my sister-in-law, uh, Lauren Jackson, and her husband, Garrett Jackson. They uh, celebrated another anniversary this year, and uh, you know, a great couple. And Scott, you know Lauren. I introduced you to her a few times. Yep. And you talk about a person who's always been in her own lane and just achieving a lot of different things through, uh, you know, professionally and personally in her life. You know, I just like to say congratulations to the two of them. Uh, her husband, talk about someone else <laughs> being in his own lane. Uh, this young man is a uh, is an accomplished uh, classical singer. 
And he sings opera. I mean, he sings, uh, you know, of course, he sings for uh, Reed Temple Church in uh, Maryland. Um, he's part of their uh, choir. I mean, the guy has an incredible, an incredible voice. And uh, they're really two incredible people who are, you know, two young people who are really doing a lot of great things. They're God-fearing individuals. And again, happy anniversary to you two. You know, love you both deeply and congratulations. Also like to give a shout out to my family, to my wife, my kids. You know what I mean? I really appreciate, respect the time that they give me in order to be able to do the podcast because I really enjoy speaking about hip hop, uh, really being able to, I really enjoy spending the time that we do on the social media pages. And it's all because, you know, I have a really great family. I love you guys tremendously. And uh, thank you very much for allowing me to be me and uh, be a teenager. Also, I'd like to add, you know what I mean, happy birthday to my older brother, John Todd, you know what I mean, JT, you know, you over there, you're getting better, you're fighting, you know. So I want you to slow down getting older, bro, <laughs> because if you keep getting older, that means I'm going to keep getting older. So I love you, bro, and continue to uh, get better. See you soon. All right, so John, check it out, man. There's another podcast out there that's... Uh that's doing it, you know, another hip-hop podcast that's, that's, that's really doing it, and it's called The Air Adam Podcast. And let me tell you something, man. This dude is completely dope, man. He's out of the U.K., and uh, what he does is he releases a monthly show where he digs into his own record collection, and he plays, you know, some iconic hip-hop records, man, that, you know, and he talks about them, and he, and he you know, he kind of does what we do. You know, he, he talks about that real hip-hop, man. He's a DJ and he, he and he does his thing, you know. So you know, for the listeners out there, when you get the time, check out the Air Adam podcast. You can find him on iTunes or go to his website, AirAdam.com. He's completely dope. And when you want that real hip hop, when you want to listen to that real hip hop, check him out because he plays it on a monthly basis, and he highlights those records that don't get that that airplay on the mainstream radio, which is who we detest. You know, as, as, as being, you know, not really playing that real hip-hop. Air Adam is doing it. He's playing it. And he's, and he's doing it for you. You know what I'm saying? So check him out when you get the chance. He's dope. Check the rock, hope that ass again, y'all effing shit. I lick buck shots, hood, madman, I rip up stages. Lay down your waist, sound wild like Larry Davis. Extra, extra, pick up a clip, I tear ass out the frame and grab my dick. I'm a rock, I'm like a robot kid, I drop bombs, I'm rugged and deadly, so I shit on a penny. I baseball bat, I'm bastard, I'm bad news, I'm crazy and clever, cut those up. My skills are pono. You say, oh no, you bitch ass homo. A bag of weight, electrified, I'm prime time. I slaughter slime. I'm the greatest of all times. Sick ass brother, nasty ass nigga. Pump slugs in your face. You jump that ass in the river. Two tears in the bucket, fucking kick the can. Say what, say what? I'm a bad, bad man. Quick is how I flip from the tip of the lip. Punching out hits like Gladys Knight and the Pips. The five foot assassin has just raided your area. Your booty rounds are whack, and that's the reason I ain't hearing you. So, but off the red carpet, cause I'm kicking this. Vanilla ice platinum? That shit's ridiculous. Excuse my French, but profanity is all I knew. And do you other sellouts? Oh, yeah, FQ2, and let it be known. I'm not the one to step to. You better off calling D nice to your rescue. Freestyle fanatic, probably the best around. As for Corny MC, like Chuck D, I shut him down. The article dying of hip hop, and I won't stop. The five foot assassin has come to wreck no shot. So do like Michael Jackson and remember the time. Put on your dance and choose a song, cause you sure can't rhyme. Big up, big up, enter new identity. Next one says something, call your boss to tell me. What does it take to check a technique? Many styles, many styles. Hostile heat brings burst the energy. Mollow in the dance is the new identity. What two mic check select for the rough neck set? Ten to one bet, I come correct. In my cyphers of blocks, I bring box to connect with knots. So I can throw dreadlocks. Maintain the rock, don't stop the rock. Maintain the rock, don't stop the rock. Kick it right then, I it what's it not? I would rock longer, but fear is fear. So see brown, are we in the clear? Yeah. See brown, are we in the clear? Yeah, make it move, y'all. On and on and on. Check it, check it out. To the brick of brick of dawn. Who's that? Yes, one of the L-O-N-S. And I drive for quest. East coast to west. Remix, mad kick. More than Metallica. Tall and peace fall like the Battlestar Galactica. Stampin', stompin', rompin', compton. People all over the world. I'm prompting. Source 
Bibles in the public eye. If you listen very close, I will tell you why. Put Fife, Milo, Dingo, and C. Brown. Shaheed, myself, and Buster Bust Down will commence to rock. So bring on the flocks. Interrogation for the knocking of the box. The boombox ruler controls the medulla. None come cooler. I went like Shula. So bust out the move as you start to pursue her. Intensified mind, non blunt consumer. Typical booty, well, it's only a rumor. The meaning so deep that it starts brain tumors. Peace the hood bigger from the midnight cooler. Smoke them up later, if not then sooner. Hey, what we gon' do in 92? Even though we had fun in 91. When you feel my laser beam coming down, run up, run up, no sound. Leaving cracks in the ground. What's going on, my man? God damn, I know my brain is hurting. Bust up, rhythm will hit him, then I get him Flip on him, shit on him, hit on him, then I will sit on him Open up your mouth if you want the food to get food Flip toes, cause I'm in the mood uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah man, that's how it goes Body grip a cup, blood coming out the nose Give me your band-aid, what are you asking for? More, holy and sacred and pure Adverse, exact, check it in the bus The new rap, rap, Buster rhymes Or Buster's written rhymes Here y'all in 92, I'm packing my round spray Anyway, take a lick, drive for Leaders of the new school, bad turtle when still thick. Then my dragon, baby, stop whining. I see my influence still shattered. More crazy in 92. Uh oh, time to go. Yo, that's the scenario.